Oh, hey there. How are you? Thank you for listening into this particular episode of Healthy-ish, your daily podcast from Body and Soul with me, Felicity Harley. Yesterday, people, we are talking about poo. Digestive health expert and medical nutritionist Tamara Froyman has written a fascinating new book, Into Poo. It's called Regular, and she joins us today to discuss, well, what's so-called normal, what's not, and when we need to seek help. Now, if you do want to hear more about, well, poo, you can tune into Extra Healthy-ish, where Tamara and I take a bit more of a deeper dive. There are so many puns I could go with, but I won't because they'll just sound like dad jokes. But anyway, you can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Tamara, welcome to Healthy-ish. Thank you for joining us from New York City. Thank you for having me. Now, this is a very interesting, intriguing, fascinating book. We're talking about poo. What is, what is poo made up of? Oh, poo has lots of ingredients. So the majority of poop is actually water. So a large percentage of your poop is water. Um, But a very significant portion of the solid matter is actually dead bacteria, right? So your gut microbiome is home to trillions of organisms and they don't live forever. And so when they die, the bacteria pile up and you've got to get rid of them. And so a large percentage of the solid matter is dead bacteria. You've got some little red blood cell pigments. Again, when your red blood cells die, like the body has to dispose of some of their pigments. And that's actually what gives poo its color. Um, And then just all sorts of little stuff, trace amounts of little proteins, trace amounts of fat, some, you know, minerals. But, you know, a lot of the solid matter is sort of a dead bacteria waste from the fiber that you've eaten that you didn't digest that kind of bulks it up. Um, and some of those red blood cells. That's fascinating because when I actually read that in in your book, I mean, I've been in this you know health and wellness game for a while. I've never actually thought about what our poo is made up of. And you also write about there's no such thing as the perfect poo. And I think this is so good and a great reminder for us all. Tell us about what a healthy poo should look like. Now, I know there are many variants. There's a Bristol stool chart. Talk to us a bit about this. Yeah. So first of all, like we're not entering our poos in any kind of beauty contest, right? (laughs) Like, so it doesn't have to be gorgeous. It doesn't have to look like your neighbor's poo. You really only need to be concerned about what your poo looks like if your poo is actually posing a problem for you, right? Like if you go and you don't give it a second thought and it's easy to go and you don't have any discomfort and you go with whatever frequency like is adequate to feel good, then who cares what your poo looks like? It doesn't have to be micromanaged its appearance. But when you're having issues with your bowel movements, the reason that we do kind of evaluate what your poo looks like is because its appearance can give us some clues sometimes as to maybe why you're having trouble. And so I don't need your poo to be a perfect, smooth, snake-like log. Um, And it can be on the looser side. Like, you know, here, I think in Australia, you have like Weetabix. Is that a cereal that you guys eat over there? Yeah, Weetabix. Yeah. Weetabix. Yeah. So in here in the US, we call it shredded wheat. But like sometimes a poo will have that kind of shredded, loose, kind of wiry appearance. And, And that 
might be fine if it doesn't bother you. But if you're having really a lot of urgency around that or you're running back and forth 10 times, you know, to kind of with all these like loose little wheat bix looking pieces, then maybe that gives me a clue like, hey, maybe I need to do a little bit of soluble fiber supplementation to glue all that together so you get more out at once and you don't have to be running back and forth with that urgency. And so just understanding what it looks like might give me some clues as to how I could help you if it's a problem. But if it's not a problem, who cares what it looks like? Mm, mm. It's really interesting you're talking about that because we often don't really talk about poo much and it's something about health that we should because we can tell so much about what's going on in our gut through what's coming out in many ways. Yeah. I mean, it's wild to me that we don't talk about poo that much, right? I mean, like when you meet another human being in the street, there's very little you know about them other than they sleep, they eat, and they breathe, and they poop. Like every single person, these are like the basic functions of life. Like, why is it so taboo to talk about the pooping part of it? Like, it's not embarrassing to like breathe or to eat. Um, if you didn't poop, you wouldn't live. And so it's wild to me that it's, it's still such a taboo in this day and age where we're willing to talk about pretty much everything mm -hmm. except for that. Yeah, actually, I um, did much of my past career life in women's mags and, and poo was actually a really hot topic of conversation. I think because we were talking about all sorts of things in those editorial meetings that we'd often talk about our poo. So it became quite normalized in the workplace. And now I work in a workplace where I would never even mention it. And it's quite odd when I think back to that time at, at Cosmo magazine. And I'm like, we always talked about our poo. Is that That's not normal. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, like in my family, like we talk about it at the dinner table. Like it is like so like commonplace to me that it's for me, it's like talking about the weather. And then sometimes I'll go to like a party or like any kind of social event and I'll just break out talking about it because it's what I do for a living and it's so normal to me. And then the looks I get and I'm like, oh, right. Maybe not everybody talks about this <laughs> at dinner and at parties. <laughs> like maybe there are some social situations where we don't talk about this. Do you get people asking you, oh, can you analyze mine? What does it look like if it does this or this or... Usually people don't ask me to analyze their poop, but they definitely like hit me up with questions about their digestive symptoms, their bloating, yeah. you know, their constipation. But I don't really like nobody sends me pictures or like selfies. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> like I don't I don't get that degree of, of uh, intimacy. So is there is there a regular, you know, should we be going at a particular time of day? How many times a day should we be going? What's what's kind of the standard poo schedule look like? So what I'll say is, you know, there's kind of like the numbers that we see from the research that's sort of like what would be considered the the typical range or the normal range, which is huge. It's anywhere from, you know, four times per day to three times per week is sort of considered a normal range of pooping. But I mean, I don't use that so much as a standard for regularity because it tells me nothing about your subjective experience, right? Like you could have like a poo uh, frequency that falls very well within that range. You might go twice a day and everyone be like, oh, you're regular, you're normal. But for you, every time you go, it's excruciatingly painful mm. and crampy or it never feels complete. And even though you go twice a day, it feels like you've only gotten 20% of it out. And so that's not regular. I don't care how often you go. Or you might be a vegan and go five times a day because you eat an insanely high fiber diet. But you know what? 
you feel fine. Like five, like it doesn't bother you. Like it's quick. It's easy. You're in and out. You can poop at a supermarket. You can poop at home. Like you don't care. So I don't care that that's quote unquote above average or like above normal. It's not a problem. And so I don't need to micromanage the frequency of your pooping just so you fall within a particular range. Again, I'm much more interested in your subjective experience. And if it's a problem for you, then it's a problem for you regardless of how frequently you go or infrequently you go. So what can our poo tell us about our health? I mean, it can tell us a lot about our health, right? I mean, we can tell somewhat about how long the poop is staying in there just based on how hard it is or like how big. And so if we're getting these hard little tiny balls or pellets, um, it tells us that the poo has been sitting in there for quite some time. Um, Or it can also tell us that maybe the type of fiber in our diet is off kilter. Maybe there's not enough fiber in the diet. Maybe there's too much of a type of fiber called insoluble, which is sort of the roughage type of Mm -hmm. fiber, like lettuce and leaves and skins and nuts and seeds and peels. Those things don't do a very good job holding on to moisture, Um, whereas some of the other types of fiber do a great job holding on to moisture. The fiber in like grains and fruits and squashes and root vegetables, the things that people often are avoiding on low-carb diets. Um, So I can sometimes tell about the fiber in your diet, the fiber balance. I can tell how long the poop's been sitting there if it's sort of like a harder stool. And if a stool is very, very loose and unformed, I can tell that it's probably (laughs) rushed through you, right? It didn't have enough time for the body to reabsorb all that extra liquid. So it's kind of gone through you really quickly. And that helps me investigate why did it go through you really quickly? Is it because you're having a lot of, you know, the bulky, roughagey type of fiber that's speeding it through for you? Is it maybe because you're malabsorbing a sugar like lactose or fructose or sucrose that's pulling water into the bowel and just like kind of sending things through you really quickly? Um, So, you know, I can kind of tell a little bit about dietary stuff and transit time based on the appearance of your poop. The wonder of poo. Tamara, thank you so much for coming on Healthy-ish. Thanks for having me. If you do want to learn more about your poo, make sure you grab Tamara's new book. It is called Regular and it is out now. There are plenty of other episodes of Healthy-ish you can listen to or Extra Healthy-ish. Bodyandsoul.com.au has all the info. Follow us on social media or grab our print edition, which is out in your Sunday paper. You can also rate, review and subscribe to this podcast and go on, share this hit with a friend. And until tomorrow, stay regular. Oh, sorry, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.